Hey, this is Bro Time Podcast. I have Rafa and Adrian with me. Um, this episode is produced by Hardcore Media. Um, we will be going over baseball in general. What do you guys think of baseball? Cool I sport? love baseball. It's one of the best things ever invented. I've, yeah, I've loved baseball since, like, I think the first time I saw it, I was probably like... Eight years old, I kind of remember. You know, I didn't play baseball. I just kind of watched. Um, my family watched Cubs, and I just watched with them. And I didn't get a chance to play until I was like maybe like ten or eleven. And that's when I loved it even more because I got to actually be on the field and play like in a team instead of just like throwing the ball, catch, or like hitting the ball by myself <laughs> or with family members. So that's when like I really like started growing a love baseball. Yeah, no, for me it was the opposite. I actually started playing baseball at a really early age, like straight up from T-ball. And then I remember watching it on TV and just kind of trying to emulate the, you know, emulate the players, you know. And yeah. It's just, to, to me, baseball really is family and, like, community, you know. You, you grow up with your teammates. You're winning games together. You're losing games together. You're learning lessons. And then you go home and you watch, you know, for me it was the Cubs to sit down and hang out with your family, hang out with your friends, whether you're at home or you're lucky enough to make it to the out to the ballpark, it's just it's the best game to be able to sit down and not only enjoy the sport but just enjoy the company that you're with at the same time. Yeah, man, you guys love baseball a lot. You guys should start a podcast or something. <laughs> Funny that you bring that up. We actually do have one. You guys should check it out. It's called Outfield Ivy, also produced by you. <laughs> Hardcore yeah. Media. Yeah, the hosts are uh, myself, uh, Drew. As in, I'm Drew, <laughs> Rafa, and Adrian. So we kind of put a report together. Um, you, we want to explain it further? Yeah, so uh, pretty much the, the basis of the show is just bringing a little bit of baseball history into, you know, your weekly repertoire of uh, listening. Kind of just, we're learning, you're learning. It's a really cool way just to uh, get to familiarize yourself with the sport, even if you don't know too much of it. And uh, every now and then, you know, we're going to sprinkle in a little bit of current events. And specials. And, you know, just getting it all ready for the 2018 season. It's going to be a fun one. Just as baseball has always been. You know, I feel like recently baseball has been even more at another level. Especially with last year with, like, the re- the home run records. I think they said, like, more than 150 players hit, like, 25 home runs. And it's, like, yeah. almost not. That wasn't even heard of. <laughs> yeah. So, like, everyone's just trending towards the... The upward swing and everyone's just hitting home runs and it's kind of fun to see. Everyone loves to see a home run. Who like if you've been to a ball game, you know how it feels when your team launches that ball over the stands and everyone's just going crazy. Everyone's just going crazy, especially if it was like to tie the game, to take a lead, even if it's to punish the other team. Yeah, just to keep adding on. <laughs> yeah, again, it was uh, outfield Ivy, so go check that one out. Um, so my next question for you guys is. Uh, Living in Chicago, it's kind of like a city of sports, right? So you got the Blackhawks, you got the Bears, you got the Bulls, you got the Cubs, you got the White Sox. You got so many sports. Yeah, um, definitely. I think in the my opinion is that in the coming years, baseball has even gotten bigger and bigger in Chicago. Like, whereas some of the other ones are kind of going uh, down. Like, I feel like the Bears, people are watching it less. The Bulls traded all the good players away, in my opinion. <laughs> I think... Uh, baseball is the go-to, for, at least for now. Uh, I can kind of agree just because, um, you know, obviously the Cubs winning a championship in 2016 probably had a lot to do with it. 
brings a lot of excitement having won a championship in 108 years. So, yeah, everyone's just going to tune into a championship team. I think it's just uh, nature to celebrate your team and then more people tune in. Oh, now I'm a Cubs fan. Yeah, I mean, we definitely see it with Chicago being, like you said, just such a rich sports uh, sports city. I mean, we definitely have the history of championships with the Bulls in the 90s, you know, the Blackhawks in the early 2000s, their 2010s. And now, you know, the Cubs are coming together and they're contending three years, you know, in a row. And the Sox are on their way to rebuilding and being something major. I mean, it is a little unfortunate that other than the Blackhawks, the winter teams, the winter sports are a little a little on the decline but um yeah no definitely i think we're definitely seeing a resurgence not just in chicago though but i think all over the united states for sure uh just the major leagues are filled with just exciting young players you know guys that are our age just running around at 22 23 24 25 just lighting up the field and showing uh showing kids that baseball can be fun you know baseball can be fun and it's it can be really enjoyable do you think they've gotten the science down? Like, I think baseball is a little bit more formulaic nowadays than in the past. Yeah, baseball's changed a lot of in using uh, what's called sabermetrics, just using numbers on the field and analytics and playing shifts, just playing shifts. Like, oh, like this guy's better against right-handed pitchers, so we should put in a right-handed reliever at this time. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of data science going into baseball now, and it's it's pretty cool to see because it. It makes a manager think twice because it could be, you know, like, yeah, your your numbers could say this, you know, on paper and everything. But when it comes down to real life experience, it doesn't always go that way, you know. And so a, ma- a manager knows that as well. So it could be like, oh, like on paper, this matchup looks well, but the manager makes a move and it was the wrong move. It's just it's just the way baseball is sometimes. But it is cool to see like the analytics play a big part into the decision making into baseball now and in the most recent years bullpen has been such an importance like it was before oh yeah i feel like the the 2015 kansas city royals really changed that up by just showing everyone like yo we got a six seven eight nine guy and if you give us even just one run ahead you guys aren't going to be be able to get us you know and then they came back and you know just dominant yeah, for sure. And I mean, yeah, you do see it now, especially when you get into the later innings with the bullpens. You got specialty guys coming up like crazy. Um, guys that you're only putting in for, you know, one out, two outs, and then you burn them for the night. But again, like I just said, it's all about pitching for matchups and then applying the shift too, where you got, you know, your third baseman going over and playing behind your, your second baseman. You know, you got a big ass gap in the in left on the left side of the field but you know that the guy at the bat is more prone to hitting it towards the right side yeah so um have you been to a lot of games a lot of cubs sucks yeah I, I at least i at least go to three games a year we've been uh blessed to go to more recently since you know Kind of make some money, and yeah, now we're able to support ourselves. Uh, high school, I was mostly just getting tickets through my aunt. Her company owns some like stocks and the Cubs, and they give her free tickets once in a while. She's a Sox fan, so she just gives me the tickets. She knows I'm diehard Cubs, so and they were like company seats, so they were they were always amazing seats. So that's how I usually get to go in. But as of recent, you know, we just go with all our friends, all our bros. We grab a group of like 10, 15, 20 guys, and we just go in the bleachers and just, you know. 
just shout for our team. Doesn't matter who's out there, you know. <laughs> we know we're gonna win. We have the chances of winning. Always. Yeah. Just do everything we can, except uh, just enough so we don't get kicked out. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, those are the rules at Wrigley. Um, yeah, no, same. Uh, over the last couple of years, yeah, only like one or two games a season if I was lucky. Um, but yeah, most recently, just like, like Adrian said, just getting getting that money, getting that uh, getting that bankroll, having the opportunity to just be able to get out to Wrigley and and go enjoy the games, you know. And it's uh, you know, shout out to to StubHub and uh, other apps like that. <laughs> Making it easy for us. Yeah, yeah, finding a good seat, nice and easy. There's nothing better than waking up in the morning and checking your app and seeing how much tickets are for that 7 p.m. start. Yeah, I think uh, last season for me was like where I went to the most baseball games. Nice. That I've been to in a year. That's awesome. Um, yeah. Probably like I think I've been to f- I went to four last last year. I think this year is gonna be like a. I'm going to be going to a lot more as well. You're trying to break that record? Definitely. Yeah, I guess. You know, I, nice. like last year, um, I went to more like, I usually go to Bulls games more. So like, you know, how I put my money towards sports has been basketball in the past. Mm. But I'm losing a little bit of interest in the Bulls. I'd rather just watch them from home. It's not like they have Jimmy Butler or whatever. We're getting a little bit off t- topic, but they shouldn't have traded the Bulls away. Yeah. All the good Bulls. <laughs> yeah, it's hard right now, but... Yeah, um, so I think I'll be going towards more to Cubs games and even White Sox games. I think we went last time. Uh, that was me and you, yeah. Yeah, so Rafa and I went uh, last time to a White Sox game. I was surprised what $10 can buy you, what kind of seats. Yeah, I am not afraid yeah. to go down to the south side and go check out the cell. It's it's a nice ballpark. It's a good atmosphere, and you can get a lot with a little down there. Yeah, which you don't spend on the seats you could buy in food. <laughs> Most definitely. And beer. And beer. Get you a ticket that costs less than a soda. Exactly. <laughs> so, what about your take on? Uh, would you ever go? Do you go to White Sox games? I I've gone to White Sox games. You know, most, usually um, when they play like a team, I like to see. I have some family from Detroit, uh, so like I kind of like like the Tigers just because my uncle does, and why not? They they were a good team, uh, especially that time when they had Miggy and all them. You know, in their prime. Right now, Miggy's kind of by himself over there, but. It was nice to see them when Verlander was over there pitching in 2011 with that fantastic season. So, you know, we would go see the White Sox. They would come down from Detroit. We would meet them up at the White Sox Stadium and go watch a game. That's usually, like, most of the time when I went to the cell, it was to go, you know, meet up my family and watch Tigers versus White Sox game. That was mm-hmm. really fun. Yeah. Yeah, um, well, me when we were lucky enough to go watch the, the Angels and watch Mike Trout just blast a nice yeah. home run <laughs> to dead center field. I mean, it's, it, again... It's a little unfair to say I go for the competition as well, but I mean the Sox have good players. The the American League is full of all stars, so why not why not come and get the chance to see them, you know, in real life? Yeah, I think you were saying like in like the next four or five years, you can really see White Sox becoming a team. Yeah, they yeah. can really compete in the next level. Yeah, man, you might even go with three. They're three? they're making moves. Yeah, they got a lot of prospects over there that are ready to come up. Yeah. I feel like that's when the Cubs had their chance as well when they got all those rookies. Oh yeah, we're seeing the you know we're seeing the fruits of uh, Theo and Jed Hoyer's uh, labor right now. Yeah, it's really sweet. And shout out Schwarber. <laughs> yeah. Shout out Schwarber making the making the effort to be a better outfielder for sure. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Where do you see the game of uh, baseball going? Uh, in terms of what I mean, popularity, it's still on the rise. I think for sure. Um, I think 
I like Adrian's was saying, it's trending towards a lot of power hitting, more so home run production. Now I think that everyone's looking at the long ball. Yeah, I'm just interested. I'm interested to see what's gonna be the next step that the, I guess like the owners and the managers are gonna be looking for and things like that. So like for example, like with the relief pitching that that's been really big the last couple years, like. I wonder if there there's gonna be something next that changes up the game, and now they're gonna buy into something, you know. But it's mm-hmm. it's hard to to foresee that because it's baseball. The game can just be really random sometimes. There's just when when things you you think things are going right, <laughs> but then something happens and it's just like everything just went downhill, or everything goes uphill. It's just baseball is a game that can just change out of nowhere. Uh, I remember seeing a game, game yeah, <laughs> yeah, World Series Game 7. I, I recall seeing a game last year, or was it two years ago? It was the Kansas... No, 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 it was... I'm pretty sure it was the 2015 season, and it was the White Sox versus the the Royals. And the White Sox were up on the Royals, like, 7-3 to three <coughs> in the ninth inning. And the Royals came back to win 8-7, to seven, and, and they had... Yeah, they had three outs and came back to score like five, six runs. You know, like Jeez. that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like you think, oh, we have the bet, we have the game, we have four or five runs. Like nothing could happen. One hit, an error, a hit, a home run. You know, just like little things here and there. And like that's the fun part about baseball. Like sometimes it's not just the one big home run. It's the little pieces that come together to make a big contribution. You know, so yeah. it's it's a fun aspect because it's like baseball can end in a lot of different ways. And I think my favorite part is that. In baseball, each team has their own field fitted to how they want, you know? So, like, in Wrigley Field, it's kind of like a smaller field. It's definitely more hitter-friendly. And, you know, um, when the Cubs recruit, they go for their players that can control the ball in the air, you know, because you don't want to get a pitcher that's a fly ball pitcher all the time because think about Wrigley. We have high winds, and a lot of times we can give up home runs. You know, in Boston, you have the the green monster, so they try to get players that can... Hit to, hit to right field, field yeah, right a lot field. because that you know you have that over there in left field that where typically a lot of places that's a home run. But it can, if you have a good left fielder out there, which most of the time they recruit, they can play off the wall. It turns into a single, you know. Or when you have a, a, a visiting team come, you know, and their left fielders out there, that's that's got to be uh, intimidating to be to play behind that wall. Because how do you play a ball off that wall? You know, <laughs> it can you can yeah. go you can literally hit a home run or you could be a single, a triple, a double like. So I really like that aspect about baseball. Like each team literally has a home field advantage. Yeah, yeah. Um, another question I have for you guys is: baseball is a little different than like other sports, right? Where let's say I can compare it to ba- basketball, where uh, you have your starting lineup. It's probably not going to change. Whereas uh, game to game, I mean. Whereas yeah. in baseball, they play a lot more games in the season, and they, every time you go to a game, they could have a different set of lineup of pick pitchers hitters etc so what, what do you guys think about that there's a lot more going on with that right yeah so i mean with baseball i mean for sure um you, you gotta like we were saying earlier you play your matchups you know you you want to put your best batters out there for the pitcher that you're going to be facing that day so you can change up your your infield you can change up your outfield especially when you when you got a lot of uh a lot of different position players and guys that you can kind of move around in different slots it's it's, uh it's really 
it's uh, it's really interchangeable. And again, it, it's you know kudos to the manager for being able to to recognize that in his guys, and kudos to you know recruitment for being able to pull players like that. Um, yeah, yeah, it's just it's fun to see what what managers can do. Obviously, some teams are more blessed with having. Like, for example, the Cubs that where Chris Bryant, he can play third base, but he can also play left field. You know, you have um, you have Javi Baez who can play left side of diamond, right side of diamond. He can even play outfield if you really wanted to. Yeah, we had Travis have. Wood. Yeah. We had Travis Wood play in the outfield. You know, you got Ben Zobers, plays second, plays right field. Like, it's just really nice for the Cubs and other teams that have that luxury to be able to change their players up. Like, oh, we need better defense, so we're going to put Jason Hayward out there. Oh, we need an important bat, so we're going to put in Tom La Stella right now, but doesn't mean we're going to sacrifice defense, you know? Right. So it's just, just like, third base. it's literally like, there's just so many aspects to the game where all oh, like their situational hitting, their defense, their batting, their running, like everything ties into the manager's decision, and it makes it, I guess, that much harder to make a choice when you're a manager, you know? Yeah. Also, um, you know how I've noticed that the game, depending on what pitchers are in on the game, the ticket prices will change. Oh, so, yeah. like, if it's a more famous pitcher, the prices are like. 20, 30 times even uh, percent more yeah, in price. Definitely. If you have an all star pitcher out there going, your number one guy, for example, if it's the Cubs, if it's Jakey, or if it's if it's Lester right now, the tickets are going to be worth more as opposed to as if like Lackey or, um, or someone else or Freeman was to pitch or something like that, you know? It, I mean, I guess it makes sense. It probably works around like that around the league for New York. If if Syndergaard is pitching versus someone who you don't know, obviously people are going to pay that money to go see Syndergaard, you know? That man's out there throwing 100 miles per hour consistently, which is crazy. Yeah. yeah. I think that's all the questions I have for you guys, unless you guys want to talk about anything else um, for baseball in general. First game experience? Um, I remember going to my first baseball game. It was a Cubs game. Uh, I was probably like nine, ten. I don't, I don't know exactly how old I was. I remember my aunt gave my mom a phone call. You know, she's like, "Oh, she has Cubs tickets," and I like couldn't believe it. I was like, "We're gonna go to the Cubs game for the first time," and we invited one of my friends and we took the red line. I remember like waiting on the red line, like. Me and my friend were so excited, like, we were playing catch with an imaginary ball. Like, that's how excited we were. <laughs> we're like, yo, 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 go to the outfield and catch this. And, like, we're just, like, little kids playing on the red line platform, just waiting for the train. That's how excited we were. And we finally get in, and we actually had, um, it was, like, when you first go in and, like, row one, 151, like, around there, it was really good seats. And I remember going up the ladder, and then you just, you glimpsed the field, and it was, like, really breathtaking, you know? It was really nice. The sun was out, and the it was just amazing. Like it was really breathtaking. I still can vividly remember, you know, being at the game, and it was just a great experience. And I'm pretty sure everyone remembers kind of like the first experience or taking their kid to the game or something like that. Yeah, and no, for me it was um, kind of similar around around the same age, uh, eight nine years old. My uncle calls my mom saying, "Hey, we got a couple extra tickets." You know, if you, you and the kids want to go and we pile up into the car and um, we go and we end up parking somewhere in Boys Town. <laughs> so we're walking through Boys Town and we're passing all these, you know, a couple weird shops. And uh, this is the Chicago segment of the show uh, for anyone that doesn't know the area. Sorry, I'm not going to explain it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, it's simply uh, suffices to say that it was a little interesting. 
um, kind of walking up to the field, but once we actually got there, you, you see the marquee. Um, we walk out onto, like, you know, you, you kind of enter into the stadium and you see the field for the first time. You swear, to, you swear in your life you've never seen anything so green, you know. And then uh, just, you know, the, the green grass, the green ivy, the green scoreboard, that bright blue Chicago sky on a summer day, and that super bright red uh, Budweiser uh Budweiser rooftop yeah out there just over in uh in left field <laughs> it was yeah just I don't know there's not too many places like Wrigley really yeah um for my first experience it's it was interesting because uh I was in North Carolina and they don't really have a baseball team so minor leagues, right? yeah so I went to a minor league game um somehow like my mom's like company had like tickets for like the restricted area or whatever so i was over there and then the batters hit the ball like right where we were like two times oh that's awesome yeah so like accidentally i guess but it was really far hitters even for minor league you know what i mean yeah um for my first major league experience had to be a white Sox game Mm. um so i went with my buddy because they had like company my buddy's dad had like company seats so they get like free tickets all the time in White Sox. They don't really cost much anyways. So I went to White Sox game and then I was there the whole time in my seat. And then the one time I went to go to the bathroom or get some food to, to go do both. Um, <laughs> they hit a grand slam when I was wow, there. Wow, <laughs> you think, yeah. Wow, what a bad timing. Yeah, and yeah. I haven't seen a grand slam to date. <laughs> so mm. <laughs> One day. Yeah. Yeah, one day. I mean, it looks like you're just going to have to keep going to a couple games this year and see what happens. Yeah. Well, that was our show. Um, thanks for joining us. and Thanks for having us. Yeah, man. Yeah. Make sure you comment, rate, like. Subscribe. Subscribe yeah. this show, Pro Time Podcast, as well as... Outfield Ivy, you know, uh, all produced by Hardcore Media. And check out all the other Hardcore Media podcasts. Um, it's uh, We have a great, great lineup of guys that... Uh, uh, just have a lot of interesting opinions and talk about a lot of interesting topics. Yeah. Thanks. Bye. See ya. Hardcore Media.